Hello, welcome to another episode of Wendy Says Things. Today I want to talk a little bit about how being joyous, having joy, being happy is rebellious. And this is not a new concept. I didn't invent this. I've seen it. I want to talk a little bit about more about what that means in the context of trauma and trauma recovery because sometimes it is when we are feeling happy and joyful that everything falls apart because you know you put a trauma survivor in a crisis and if they've done any work on themselves at all like they're going to be completely comfortable in this situation you know getting things done organizing stuff um, taking care of people in a crisis this is trauma survivors know how to do this so the uh, trauma survivors then especially if this the trauma was early in life while they're developing so let's backtrack to development because i didn't plan this out i'm just winging it i want to talk about joy and i want to talk about rebellion and i want to contextualize that in trauma recovery because children learn how to self-regulate because the adults in their life give them good, safe, healthy boundaries. And if you have kids who are acting up or acting out, often it is because they are not feeling that kind of external restriction. And it differs from culture to culture, obviously. In some places, there is more freedom to make mistakes and errors and get injuries injury so you you have two competing like factions so you have like helicopter parents over here who are micromanaging every little thing about children which is also very destructive and then over here you have a laissez-faire neglectful not paying any attention at all to kids so you have over-controlled kids and under-controlled kids over here and the balance of that of course is in the middle where you have structure we don't do these things but within the context of not doing those things you know you can be free to experiment and play and possibly even get injured not that we want our kids to be injured but like falling down <laughs> there's a friend of mine <laughs> a friend of mine who is from australia said she'd spent some time in um like the netherlands and then in europe and in england and britain <laughs> and said <laughs> she said oh yeah in the netherlands i mean you'd be at a you know, a get together at someone's house, and the kids would be racing through the the house. You know, they would they would be dodging people carrying drinks and stuff like and stuff like that. She goes, you go to Britain. She goes, those kids they can't even run; they just fall right down because they're so over uh, protected that they're not climbing trees and running and experimenting and learning how to regulate their body. And so here's. Here's the crux of it is, as a child, ideally, we learn to regulate ourselves by the feedback, based on the feedback from the adults in our life who provide us these clear, safe boundaries. And within those boundaries, people learn to self-regulate, um, self-soothe, 
to comfort oneself when you don't get your way to um, manage emotions. So someone in a raised in a very chaotic environment, they're going to be just fine in a crisis. Probably. I mean, if they've done some work, if they've done some healing, because there are people like they've, they've had it, they've had too many crises and a new crisis hits and they fall apart. That's, that's true. Okay. So for, for people who are comfortable in a crisis, the, the actual crisis might come unexpectedly for them uh, when everything is going well. And we've, we see this sometimes in people who are in recovery. Um, uh, I had a friend of mine who, who for all, from the outside view, had kind of made it, you know, married, kids, um, in recovery and it just one point it was too much and it OD'd and died and the lack of crisis the calm and the peace um, or like in my case I like really had a I'm not gonna call it a come to Jesus moment <laughs> but I had uh, to really deal with a lot of my issues when my external coping mechanisms which for me greatly was work um, and a lot of that was just survival. So when I went, when I was able to go from survival mode and just working to pay all my bills to being a stay-at-home mom and just hours every day of just silence and children. And I don't watch that much television. So and I read books and I knew that I was like, I needed to catch up. I needed to find out how to like get myself healed so I could raise these kids um, in a healthy environment, and I'm not, I, like, what is a healthy environment? So, and I had learned a great deal while I was younger because I used to babysit for people, and I could observe um, how they discipline their kids, like, how they set up a, a working household um, that was non-chaotic. Uh, there were a few uh, clients I had as a babysitter where I refused to go back because that, that was not the stuff I wanted to learn. Um, so here I had these kids and all this time on my hands and a library. So I was reading and I was trying to figure out, you know, how do we do this? How do I, how do I do this well? And, and I kind of collapsed. Like I, I had moments where I was just dealing with, uh, trauma coming up and saying like okay you're in a safe place now let's deal with this issue and this issue is garbage so you know there was a lot of time spent you know crying and journaling and reading and figuring out like how do I think about this how do I do this but it was in these this moment where like really everything was going well externally like from an external view that the internal part like just really collapsed and fell apart and so it is that times of joy and peace and happiness uh, can actually precipitate a great deal of healing which feels like garbage and it looks like falling apart and it feel everything does internally fall apart until it is dealt with and worked through so that's number one so 
The second part of it is coming through that to the other side and actually being able to embrace joy and happiness and to cultivate peace and to begin to be as comfortable in a peaceful, happy, joyful environment um, as in a crisis. sometimes when things were going really well and I was super happy and I was very excited like I, I would fall apart in kind of a uh, chaotic uh, exuberant that's the word I'm looking for exuberant way and I sometimes I would say something that hurt somebody or would do something just bizarre and <laughs> because I like when I was young, I did not have these moments to be able to learn how to regulate, like being happy, calm, peaceful, and safe was not in my toolbox of things that I knew how to self-regulate about. So here I am, an adult, and something exciting and ha happy happens, or I feel joy. And I don't, I don't know what to do with that. Like, <laughs> I don't, how do I behave? What do I say? How do I hold myself? Like, I know none of it. And, and people who are raised with times of joy and peace and happiness, they learn, they learn how to regulate this without uh, having to even conceptualize and learn it. And so I have a lot of conversations with my kids and they... They're like, why do you have so many rules about things? And I'm like, I have to have a running list of rules as to how I believe and understand the world works because I can't rely on my experience to guide me through how to behave in a way that is full of kindness and integrity and heart. I have to cultivate, I have to pay attention to what other people do that I appreciate. And I have to think about parameters and what are the rules, like what rules might they be following. And, and then I, sometimes I get it wrong, make no mistake, but I try to get in the ballpark. It's like learning to throw darts or archery. Like when you first start, you're kind of on the outside and you get, the more you practice, the closer into the target you get. And I have to do this with behavior. I have to do this with self-regulation. I have to do this with how do I present myself in the world. Um, it's to create this list of rules. One day, I hope to be able to relax <laughs> and not be so constantly alert and thinking about, like, am I responding appropriately or okay in this situation? Um, have I internalized it? And for the most part, I have. But one thing fairly recently I had to kind of come to grips with was grips with was that really I muddled through my my regular daily stuff pretty well. But when something new and unexpected and really something happy happens, I have to remember that this is a crisis. I have to I had to put like 
a little um, kind of hypnotic suggestion that, oh, when you're starting to feel really happy, remember this is a crisis situation. And I have to remember that feeling happy and a great deal of joy is a crisis situation so that I can remember that I have to manage. I have to pull my toolbox of things I do know, which is how to handle a crisis and look around, see how other people are behaving, figure out what the rules are, learn how to self-regulate. And that's been very helpful in um, learning to navigate happiness. So a lot of people, if they fall apart when things are happy or feeling joyful, um, precipitate a crisis in order to feel normal or regular. So this is why joy is so rebellious because if you can manage to not sabotage your happiness and your joy and you can begin to embrace it, you win. You're starting to win. You're starting to overcome and heal because there are people who would be just fine with you never being happy, with you never feeling joy, with you keeping your head down and your mouth shut because joy and happiness, feeling that and cultivating that and embracing that, that's where compassion begins for other people. And that's where activism begins for like, it's no longer okay for me to feel so good, so joyful and so happy while these people over here are suffering. That's not okay. It's not okay. And I don't just want this joy and happiness for myself because that's a beautiful thing about joy and happiness is it's something that you want to share with everybody. It's fabulous. It feels so good once you get past the discomfort. So that's, that's really what I want to talk about today. I want to talk to you and let you know that joy and happiness really worth the effort to learn how to self-regulate, to, to remember that the safer you feel, the more secure you feel, the more the more those tough and difficult issues are going to crop up and have to be dealt with, it's okay. That means you're ready to do the work. Your subconscious will get you to a safe place. You will slide home and fall apart. That, especially if you have trauma that needs to be healed. And so then now, hopefully, you've begun to do the work, you know the routine, you're like, oh, okay, this is, I just have to deal with this, I gotta journal, I gotta talk to somebody, I have to, uh, for me, I do a lot of writing, I write music, I sing, I dance, I know the things I need to do to work through uh, the new issues when they come up, or old issues that didn't feel safe enough to come out until just recently, or to just now, and once you work through them, boom, you're at a new level. It's like leveling up in a video game. Like you've got no, you've got new skills, you've got a new outlook, you can afford to get some rejuvenation potion and keep going on your journey. So these are little side steps and that is what I wanted to say to you about how joy is rebellious. Um, hope you have a chance to rebel this week and thanks for tuning in to Wendy Says Things.